everyone. Welcome back to the Winner's Circle. I'm Derek, and with me, you might see on the screen right here, we have Emmett Blois from BB Can. I know it's been a while uh, since you've heard from us. Cody's out doing a, a special project right now. Uh, I've been working on uh, my other project, which is obviously Crime Weekly, but also Criminal Coffee. So uh, I'll put a link for that in the bottom. Came out with my own coffee company. I won't bore you with the details here, but if you like coffee and you like true crime, you should check it out. Emmett, what's going on, brother? Long time no see. Uh, it's been a couple of weeks since you've been on the winner's circle, so you're already back. Yeah, back and uh, happy to, you know, share what, uh, you know, just to recap the BB can season, you know, it's because it's over now. And uh, yeah, just so a let's... quick question. You, you, do you, you watch the finale, I take it? Of course. Yeah, absolutely. And were you surprised? I wasn't. I was surprised that Josh was willing to take Kevin but I think it kind of goes back to my season where everyone was very surprised that Cody took me. But as you can attest to when you're in there, it's completely different. You don't know what the other person is doing other than what you've experienced yourself. You don't see the three-dimensional element of their game and how deep it really goes. I thought Josh had a really strong ending to the season. Uh, but unfortunately, Kevin just, he just socially had a way better game. Strategically, he was making moves. He had good jury management. And unfortunately for Josh, he didn't find that out until, you know, after they were already, it was already too late. Yeah, I, I was, I was surprised that how much the jury loved Kevin because Kevin was, you know, realistically responsible for the majority of their evictions and they were a bit of a bitter jury. So I was surprised all the hate went to Josh, but you know, um, it was a good finale. Kevin did that old classic move where when you tell everyone what you did at the end, his jury, his last final speech that he gave there was awesome, but he did that old classic move where you basically compliment everyone. Listen, mm -hmm. I voted you out, but only because you were better than I was. Who cares if you say that right now? They're in the jury. They can't beat you anyway. So it's just like, you know, I, I couldn't beat you. You were a better player than me. That's why you're out. So it kind of like validates them as a player where they're like, yeah, yeah, you're right. I would have beat you if I was there. But thank you for the compliment. I'm going to give you my vote now. Yeah, it fucking worked. He, he, Josh only got one vote. <laughs> you know, and he I smoked I him. It was only what? It was Betty. I, I think I think overall Kevin was a, a, a much better player, but I do think Josh. I thought the votes would have been a little closer because, you know, he did kind of beast it out there in the end. I think Josh kind of won out a lot, uh, responsible for a lot of uh, evictions later on in the game. But um, just the the jury management man comes out of jury management. People gotta like it because you Dude. know you you can Dude, play a perfect. It was my, game. It was my season. Play yeah. a perfect game, but if people don't yeah, was, like you, they're not going to vote for you. No, it was it was my season all over again. My season played out almost exactly this way with you know, Josh being Cody and me being Kevin. Where near the end, Cody was just crushing competitions. He he won the final veto. He won the final. He won part one of the HOH. Then he won part three. Like he just came on strong. And if you would have just, you know, take into consideration the last half of the season or even the last like quarter of the season, it's all Cody, but that jury management, how you're making people feel the relationships you're establishing, and then the ability to articulate what you did 
in that jury speech where they're asking you questions. How do you handle them? Josh did not have very good answers. He really didn't. And I, th- I do think people kind of went in there, especially with this jury, like knowing who they were going to vote for. But Kevin just put all of their reservations at ease with how much he crushed Josh in those final speeches. Like he was very certain he had, you could tell he had dreamt about that moment for years and he was ready with those answers. He was ready with that final speech where Josh was kind of like, wow, this kid played a completely different game than I understood. Yeah. And and again, I think um, we're, you know, from us sitting out here and watching and again, you know, as well as I do being in the house, it's totally different. Um, Josh just didn't know what was going on behind the scenes at all. And I think, Looking back and watching it, if he had known, would he have taken Betty? What do you think? Because yeah, I don't think yeah, he would have beat Betty yeah, either. I, think... I don't think I don't think he would have beat Betty either. That's a good question. I don't know. I don't know. I I mean, he had a pretty strong. He obviously Betty had a way. Uh, Kevin had a way better game than Betty, and he was able to articulate that. I actually think Josh wins if he takes Betty. He gets the jury votes. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I know she was liked. The... Yeah. Like, I just, there is, I don't fully understand it, you know? Like, I didn't fully understand all the hate for Josh, you know? Like, uh, yeah, there was a he, lot. He, there was a lot for some reason. He was very disliked when it came down to handing out, you know, winner votes. So, I didn't see him getting it against Betty either. But, you know, when he when he voted, when he decided to take uh, uh, Kevin, I was just like, wow. He's definitely not going to win now. I was, I was a, no. I was a little shocked, but I also, I also felt like um, in my season, I was sitting there, and Gary cut me to take Jill, which he wasn't going to beat me. Was typically was was going to beat Jill, but that was because our jury was bitter as well. You know, everyone hated Jill. There was a lot of there was a lot of jury hate for her. You know, even though Gary had already been evicted and um, didn't really do a whole lot, but people hated Jill so much that they would they would they would rather not vote than give a vote to her. You know, but uh, yeah, I don't know. Thank God for that. What was that? That one person that vote who voted wrong on your season? Somebody literally cast the vote for the wrong person. And it was the first. You know. the whole season long, you're you're voting for who you want to lose, right? You go into sequ- or you go into the dire room, and you're, I want this person out of the house, right? So she has this mentality going mm-hmm. into the finale, be like, I don't want this person to win, you know, and then puts Jill's name down, but ultimately ends up winning Jill the game, which is kind of funny. Anybody who doesn't know BB Can, because I know there's a lot of people on here who don't know Big Brother Canada. What was that jury member's name? I'm sorry, I should know her name. I don't remember it. Topaz, yeah, Topaz Brady. Topaz. So, to, to, so, you know what Emmett's saying actually happened. It was a very close vote. There was a woman mm-hmm. by the name of Topaz who goes up there. She puts her, she puts her card in the, you know, slot for the winner, and she thinks she's voting who not to win. So she puts Jill's card in there, and it was like this huge thing, like on live TV, where Arissa reads it, and then Topaz realizes, like, oh wait, no. I voted for the wrong person. I want to change my vote. And Arissa's like, sorry, you can't. And Topaz literally gets out of her seat, walks up to Arissa's like begging on nat- you know, on live TV to change her vote. And the worst part about it is what Emmett just said. Literally, Jill won by one vote. 
Like Gary would have yeah. won if it wasn't for that mishap. So it's like it's all time television, not like US television, like all time international television. If you haven't seen it, look up uh BB Can one, Topaz Vote, whatever, it'll pop right up. That's how I saw it. And yeah. and it was unbelievable. And then I had to go back and watch the whole season. That's where I was, saw your season. I was like, dude, I got, if this is what the finale was like, I got to watch the season. And your season was very good. But that moment yeah. in and of itself, like instant BB can classic. Yeah, it was uh, crazy too. Because actually when I got out, um, I was sitting in the jury members waiting for everyone to vote. And I looked back and Andrew from my season, I knew he would vote for Jill. He just kind of shook his head at me. And I was like, why? Like, you know, like I, I walked to the house being like, all right, Gary, like I'm gone, but you're, you're not, there's no way these people are going to vote for you to win because you've already been evicted. You haven't done fuck all. So um, he looked at me and he just shook his head. And right then I knew I looked at Peter and Peter wouldn't even look at me in the eye. And he was still so upset from how we got rid of him from the house that he, you know, he had kind of, him and Alec had kind of turned everyone against him. But like, I don't know, bygones, bygones, it's all good. But it just goes to show that, you know, there is, it's very real for people. You know, they very, it, the vote does become very emotional. I think Kevin did a great job of, uh, you know, making sure that he pumped everyone's tires before they casted that vote, even though I'm pretty sure it was all done before that happened. But yeah, he had it. He had it in his bag. And, and, and it's been a little while since the finale, so we're not going to recap the whole thing. But as someone who I consider one of the best players to ever play BB can, where where do you have Kevin? I know some of the things that are out there right now. They're saying he's he's potentially the best player to ever play BB can hands down. Um, so what, where do you lie on that? And I, you know, you can be Switzerland if you want, but do you, where do you rank him amongst the best players of all time when it comes to BB can big, you know, big BB can history? Yeah. Yeah. I I think he's definitely up there. Um, is he one number one? I, I I don't probably not number one. I don't think he's the the most well-rounded, but I think that he is one of those people in the house that, um, he did a lot of damage with his words. You know, he didn't have to do a whole lot. And for someone who can do as much damage as he did without physically doing anything, that is someone who um, is a great player. So for me, he's definitely up there. Can he go in and do it again? Um, I think going back again, he'd have to be a little more physical because everything came out of his mouth next time around. Everybody like, oh, this guy's full of shit. You know, uh, I, I do think Kevin uh, is one of the best just because he did so much damage with his words. Um, but I think he was also in there with um, house guests that I, I don't know. They were, it was a different breed of, of house guests this year. They were all so concerned with um, getting each, each other out. There was no teamwork, you know what I mean? So he had, he was in an environment where um, everyone was versus everyone. So he was able to make, of small communications with people that didn't go to anyone else no one ever connected the dots and was like because everyone there was no big teams that were like collaborating together i think that really kind of helped him but another thing too it's like and you can probably attest to this when people come and talk to me i don't care what it's about it could be asking me what i'm having for breakfast the first thing that comes to my mind is what does this person get out of this conversation Yeah. yeah and 
I just didn't see a lot of that this year. It's like, I, I, again, it doesn't matter what, what you want to talk about. It's first thing that's going through my head is I'm listening to you, but I'm like, what, what do you get out of this? What's the agenda? What's the agenda? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like we can have a conversation, but at the same time, it's like, and I think if people had stopped and thought about this when Kevin was having conversations with him, it's like, Oh, you know, what is Kevin getting out of this? What is Kevin getting out of this? And then I think they could have sat back and was like, Oh, you know, like I see what he's doing. You know what I mean? He's talking about this person and he's, you know, highlighting and he's trying to get me to talk about them. So he must want something. He must want them to go. You know what I mean? There just wasn't a lot of that, but I just think he played a phenomenal game. I think he was great and he'll be one of the best for sure for a long, long time. I agree. I completely agree. And I'll even say that when you start like the metric and the measurement of like the competition he played against, it's such a slippery slope because a lot of these times it's their first their their players. It's their first time that happened a lot on my season too, where everyone's like, Oh, well the competition on your season wasn't that great. It's like, ultimately every season of big brother is different. You could judge it however you want to judge it. But as far as putting his season in a vacuum where all of those players were the first time being in there and them all having an equal shot, right? Like if, to be fair, Kevin at the beginning of the season, I did not expect him to go far. I was like, he's on the outside of like him and like, he's like with the nobodies. He's like two of three people and he got these two big alliances and he's on his way out and he just completely turned it around. He kept looking for those cracks. He kept working different sides of the aisle. He kept working Marty who was kind of in with people and he slowly progressed where he just chipped away at people. And every week it was always about how do I keep taking out one side or the other to make them weaker? So they're not looking at me. And he just methodically did that all season. So there's a lot of credit to it. And I do think he's one of the best ever play, but just like many other players that were very good their first time around, I think it's a challenge for someone like him who can't just go in there and win every competition. Like someone like Cody, someone like yourself, you can dictate your, your, your length in the game a little bit longer because you have an ability to win every competition. But with big brother, you can only win. So like you can't win back to back HOHs. It's not survivor. So you really got to not only win HOH, but then get lucky with a token draw or however you guys do it on Canada. You guys don't do the token. Yeah, you do. You do. Yeah. They they draw you draw. So it's like, there's just, it's just pure luck at that point. So I do think you would have a challenge though, because you know, for the same reasons I would like going back in there, Nobody's going to trust a word he has to say, but I definitely think he's up there as one of the greats. I know that you attended the finale party afterwards. There were some alumni there. It seems like it was a really good time. It's kind of COVID's letting up in Canada a little bit. So you guys could get out. How was it? What, what was it like out there without sharing any of uh, the, the behind the scenes stuff that goes on with these reality events? How was it for you? How was it with everybody else? How were the new house guests now that they've been exposed and brought back to, you know, society and they get to hear what everyone thinks about them? Yeah, it's been a few years uh, since we have went to Niagara for a finale party and it was just kind of nice to see everyone. Um, nice to meet the new house guests uh, again. Uh, they kind of, for them too, it's very much uh, still very raw. So just, you know, a little quick hellos and, you know, chat, quick little chat about how their experience was and maybe just like a little tidbit of advice going forward. And, you know, uh, I was really, you know, it was just, it was just nice to kind of catch up for me, like a lot of old faces that I hadn't seen in a long time, but uh, it was a good time. And um, I honestly, personally with finale, and maybe, I don't know if you did this, Derek, but I 
I know when I go to the house, I just want to go home. I couldn't have went to finale weekend. I was just like, get me out of here. I got to go. Yeah, I, I was. I I had my daughter and my wife out there, so I wanted to get out of there too. But I also had just one, so I was like, let's let's do our yeah. thing. You know what I mean? But I will say to the point you made a couple minutes ago, what was nice about our season, and they were do they do this every season, is the party that's afterwards. It's a lot of Big Brother alumni and and a lot of fans. But I had the opportunity to go around and talk to all players that I you know was fond of and enjoyed watching, and they do they do exactly what you said. They give you some advice, tell you some things to look out for, maybe some house guests to watch out for, and you take it all in. You may not adhere to everything they tell you, but it's good to just take in information from all sources and then make up your own mind. But I felt like it was a nice transition from like being in the Big Brother house to being back in the real world where you, there's a bunch of people there who know exactly what you're going through. So I enjoyed it as well, and I think it was great for you guys to get out there. I, I thought about going. You had hit me up. It was my yeah. daughter's first communion, or I probably would have went out there for the night because I think right now we're all, like everybody in the world, is kind of in this position where we're all trying to get back to some normalcy and any opportunity to get together and like just hang out you know, with real people, not through Zoom. It's like, oh, we're going to play checkers? Sign me up. I'm there. I'm down. Let's do it. Like Any excuse to get out of the, to get out of the house, it's like, yeah, I'm, I'm in. Yeah, I mean, that was huge. Uh, it was a big turnout. Um, and I think COVID had played a huge part in that just because, you know, we first time a lot of people were getting um, getting away from home. And, uh, you know, who doesn't want a little bit of a, a reason to kind of get away for a weekend and kind of because and it's a weird thing going through the Big Brother experience. And there's a very small select few people that can sit there and relate to it and have a conversation with you on it. So I, I do see that value in it um, coming out of the show. I mean, we were season one, so I didn't, we didn't have any alumni. So it wasn't really like, it was just kind of going to the real world. Um, I had Dan was actually, he came into our house that year. Yep. So I had to, I was chatting with him because we had a, like, a rap party and everything. And he kind of gave me some advice and helped me out after the show, which was, you know, really great and then um but yeah i, I do definitely see the value and you can kind of see i think seeing them on friday versus a couple days later they were in when the very very raw relaxed mm -hmm. very yeah i mean on friday and then when i was leaving it was a lot more relaxed and chilled so yeah it's a good transition well you kind of yeah. gave me a nice segue there to the final thing i wanted to talk to you about because you and i have talked about it quickly just over the phone but as you mentioned you're season one and we just finished season 10 and kevin is now considered one of the greats to play you have dean you have you have a lot of great players that have now come out of the big brother can uh universe and I personally have been hearing some rumblings about All-Stars, and I know 99.9% .9 of it's rumors, but I'll just say yeah. from an outside pers uh, spectator looking in, Big Brother US did it after season six, and they had enough people, and it was a it, Big Brother 7 was one of the best seasons we have ever had. So, you know, you definitely have enough players now to fill a legitimate Big Brother All-Stars. Do you agree? Do you not agree? And if you do agree do you think you have enough players to make it interesting? I think we're at the point now where we've seen a lot of different players and people that you would, you know, 
diehard, like huge fan players, fan favorites. I think there's enough of them that you could pack a, pack a house and you could make one hell of an all-star season. Will it be next year? I don't know. I, I did hear a few things, you know what I mean? That always do. It, it, yeah. It's just rumors, but that seems like it's every year. So yep. uh, will it be next year? I don't know. You know, I, you can't, if not now, when, and I, you know, what would be great about it, Arissa, if you're watching, cause I know you, you, you're big on social and you check this stuff out, Arissa, I know you got some yank. I know you're an EP. You guys are probably going to be having your first season post COVID where you're going to have live audiences, pay a little bit more money for the house guest, get 16, just like guaranteed W's in there. And let them go at it. They don't all have to be great players. You can get like players that just bring great TV. Pack that house with, like Emmett was saying, with 16 just absolute must-sees. And for season 11, let it be BB Can All-Stars. I, I don't, it's a, it's a, you cannot miss with that. You can't miss. I, I mean, it's, uh, I don't, I don't think I have any problem filling the house. You think I you'd think... get players to go? You think, because that is a problem we have in the U.S. where, you know, they all want more money or whatever. Like, do you think B- there's enough BB cam players that would go? I think there is. Oh, for sure. You know, um, are you going to get everyone that you want? It's hard to say. You know, we are getting older. Yeah. Um, life is changing. Um, you know, where Big Brother was once an option, you know, maybe it's not. Maybe someone is having kids, you know, and the baby's yeah. just born. <laughs> they just can't leave, you know, or maybe someone's just got a brand new job or whatever it may be. So I think. Um, the longer you wait, you kind of close the door on some, but you know, as I said, every year there's 15, 16 new house guests. There's some few greats that emerge from each season, but we've had enough seasons now that like, we've got some big names in Canada. You do. You got some great players. Yeah. And I think you could put enough people in there that even if some of the best ones couldn't make it, you would still have a pretty dynamite season. Yeah, I mean, I was thinking about it ever since we had the the episode with Cody and Bruno because we were throwing out some of the players that we would, you know, go to head-to-head in the U.S. And I think about, yeah. like, a strategist like Kevin Martin against Kevin Jacobs. And then I think about you against someone like a Zach who he was mentioned, who Bruno mentioned. Like, those are two absolute studs, like, in a competition. Who's going to come out with that win? And I think about Ika and Jill and and the, and, uh, and who, who – I just forgot her name. Draw a blank Netta. here. Netta, thank you. You can almost tell, by the way, Netta, seeing her back again, the social player that she is. There's just some really good players that it, it would come down to if you can get them. But I will say the advantage that Big Brother Canada has is the fact that you you guys are already doing a shorter season. You're doing 70 days. So yeah. you could pack it and do like 60 days and probably entice more people to go. Because I'll tell you, that was a big turnoff for me. It's like, oh, they want you to go for 100 days with two kids. It's it's not possible. It's what you for almost anyone with a kid, it's impossible. So it's very difficult to do, but you guys have shorter seasons in general. Let me write out. Would you do it? I mean, I think you're an all-star hands down. You are one of my better friends. So I'm biased as shit. I get that, but I've seen your season. I've seen the other seasons. I'd put you up against anybody in competition. So you're definitely in my eyes, like a hundred percent an all-star and they've already kind of proven that with having you back multiple times you're good TV. Yeah. They're going to have you on. Would you, would you consider it? I mean, the, the, the one <clears throat> depends on what it is. Uh, you know, I, I just, got you got married. some things yeah. going, you got that. You got things going yeah, on too. I, I got things going on. Um, 
I hate losing, and uh, it just bothers bothers me. Um, so to be you want that redemption, you're like Cody. Yeah, you know, like, and I feel like when I was in, like, it was ten years ago. I was, you know, twenty four, twenty three years old. Uh, I was young. Um, I'm definitely not that same guy. Um, so, and again, like going in, I was just fan of the show. Like, basically only auditioned for the show because my brother told me he he watched it and he's like oh you should do this and then as i start making it through casting and i'm like oh my these people are going to put me on this show i start watching and then <laughs> as i'm watching i become a fan of the show yep. so now over you know years later watching all these seasons and you know watching the american seasons and getting to meet everyone and seeing the gameplays all kind of play out and stuff. Yeah, you know, I like to test it. But here's another thing, too. It's like the best season is if you can get all the best players. Because let's just say if they put in, you know, they put in a couple people like a Dane or myself and myself and like maybe like Kevin Jacobs. And then they put in a bunch of people that didn't do so well. Well, who do you, who, who do you think is going to get like, you know what I mean? And, yeah. and again, you, you do control your own fate. Like, people still have the opportunity to work with someone who is great and can benefit their game. Like it's all, I think a great player can not, shouldn't have to physically save themselves, but can socially do it too, because there's value in working with someone. Yeah. They're a great player, but also too, if I think there's only a few of them going, then I think it's even tougher. But if you put like, you know, John party and Netta and Kevin Martin and Kevin Jakes and like all these big names and they all show up, you got to go. you gotta go. You gotta you know, go. Like you want to play against the best, and then I think there's no like. Oh, and if you well, don't go, be- it's almost like oh, Emmett didn't want that smoke. You didn't want that smoke. You know what I mean? So it's like, show up or shut up. You know. No, what I mean? it, and then I I've been open about it. That was you know it was on the it was lower on the list. Number one was Tenley. Tenley didn't want me to go, so everything after that yeah. didn't really matter. But I will say yeah. other factors were money. And also the rumors of who was going and who wasn't going. And I was like, yeah. you know, this might be my only sec- chance to play again. And I'm going to go in there against people. Not saying I decide who deserves it or who doesn't. But, you know, there are certain players I would like to play against to see how I would do. And if they're not going, even if I win, then it's going to be like, well, you didn't play against so-and-so. Okay, so let's, let's, let me ask you this. Give me five people when you go back they would have to be there yep that's that shouldn't be too hard so uh dan yeah will uh daniel reyes mm, let me go through it real quick dan will daniel do you put, reyes do you, do you put cody back in See, for, it's so weird with him because I consider him like family like you. Like, I, I, that would hurt me, actually. I would rather not play with him. I would rather just do it on my own. You know what I mean? Because he's won. But if I went back for that winter season, he would be there. But, you know, I would rather, like, he got the opportunity to do it on his own. But if he was there, he's not someone that has to go for me to go because then it's like we're going to play together. I'm never going vo- to cast a vote against him. No matter what you tell me he said, it's like a, it's a done deal. And he would do the same. But – for me, I've always been compared to Dan and Will, so I'd like the opportunity to play against them. I actually like both of them, but I'd like to play against them. Danielle's one of the greats. I'd love to play against her. But there's really no – I don't have problems with anybody really where I'm like, I got to beat them to prove that I'm good. But I would just want Dan and Will in there because 
ultimately we're all equal targets. So it would level the playing field as far as everyone targeting me over everybody else when I first go in there. But also if, if they beat me, then they beat me. If I finish third to them, that means I'm third best overall. But if I beat them, there's no excuses anymore because your boys were in there and I beat them. So it's like, if we're going to put it to rest, let's put it to rest. But that's why I think like the only chance I would go based on what you were saying earlier is like, if it was an all winter season, because that would guarantee like any of the ones that won, you're not going to be able to come back to me and be like, Oh, they didn't play. So it's not, doesn't really count because if they don't go, like you said, if I don't go, then I'm, you know, I'm, if there's an all winter season and I don't go, I'm out of the conversation. Yeah. I'm telling. I'm saying that now. Market. If Dan will, if they all go, and I decide, oh, I don't want to go. I got too much going on. Well, then I'm kind of excluded from the goat conversation because at that point, I had an opportunity to play against all the other greats, and I didn't go. Well, Survivor did it. Was it last year? Yeah. All winners. Yeah. So you guys have enough seasons to do it. To do it. Yeah. Can we do it? No, because we're all greedy. We're all greedy. That's number one. And then even a bigger reason is Dan, two kids. Will, two kids. Danielle, I don't want to get into her personal business, but like she's in a relationship. She has a very, very important job out on the West Coast. I talk to her all the time. There's a lot of other people like Rachel Riley, kids. Um, Janelle. What about if it's a short season? Yeah, I mean, yeah, if it's a short season. Short season. Short season. A lot of money to win, like a million dollars minimum, a good guaranteed to go, you know, no matter what. And a shortened season with my kid's blessing, I would go. Say in like 45 days, for like a month and a half, I would go. And How long is the celebrity season? It's like, it's like literally a month, dude. It's like a month and a half. That's why I know they can do it. They, they might have to do less players, but that might yeah. be beneficial because you're not going to get everybody anyways. So you can do less players and have a shorter season, and I think that'd be cool. But they want to get as long of a season as they can for as cheap as possible, and I, I don't I don't hate them for that, but they can get a bunch of people who would do it for a pack of Snickers, you know, and, and they'll stay in there for 200 days because they don't realize what they're signing up for. But um, – you know, I, I would definitely do it again, although I don't. The reason why I don't talk about it a lot is I really don't see them doing it, especially with the All-Stars they just had. Like, obviously worked out great for me. My best friend won. But I don't think the ratings were that great. The The reaction to the, the cast that was picked wasn't that great. They paid a lot of money to the players that did go, didn't really get their return on investment. So I think they're probably like, F that. We're doing all new players from now on. But – I mean, it's kind of like a chain reaction, right? If you put a lot of money out, first off, if you don't get the players you want, you call it an all-star season. Like, to me, I mean, they, as soon as I found out that there was a guy on there that got uh, voted out first and you put him on an all-star season, I was just like, this is an all-star season. That's what I'm a lot like, of people say. I'm, I'm just like, it's a joke. That's that's what a lot of people were saying, and I agree with that, and I have no problem with that, uh, David Alexander, no problem at all with him. But yeah. it wasn't like a second chance season; it was an all star season. He was not an all star on his first season, so I, I I couldn't I couldn't call it an all star season and have someone on there that didn't even make jury, yeah, didn't make it past the first week. Like there should be a certain criteria. Yeah, I. I I didn't get that one. And I think I, that's where everyone was like, all right, I'm a bit checked out here. Yeah, I didn't get it either. I didn't get it either. There was, a, there, you know, but I do think they were having a little bit of an issue 
filling out spots. There were some people who who tapped out because of COVID. They got you know disqualified. There were some better players like Josh Martinez, Casey uh, Casey Clark, like good winners that were supposed to be in this. So that's like a huge hit because Josh would have been great TV, hands down. Casey Clark is, in my opinion, the best female player to ever play Big Brother on both Canada, U.S. I haven't seen a girl better than her. I haven't. I think she's. I think she'd beat a lot of the guys. She is an absolute animal, and she proved it on the challenge. She's just a beast. So her not being there, like those things, completely changed the dynamic of the game and who was there. But we'll see. I do think because we're talking about Canada, way more of a chance to see BB Can All Stars than another. We've already had two All Stars. You guys yeah. haven't even had one yet, and you now have half as many seasons as us, almost, almost half as many. So I do think there's an opportunity for Big Brother to say, hey, we're going to try to pump up the ratings here. You know, because I think your ratings are decent, but they're never like, they're not like blowing the charts away. So I think it's an opportunity to maybe do a boost and get some people who just cause people to gravitate towards their TV on the nights when the show's on. And yeah. I can name 16 people right now with you. We're not going to do it, but 16 people right yeah. now, that would be must watch TV. Oh yeah. We, we, we have the, we have the people. You, you the definitely people. have them. We'll have Just, to, we have to, we have to get it pushed. For it. You have a better yeah. chance at that than BB can versus BB US. I think now, I think you have the players and it doesn't have to be like a crazy amount of money, but I think there's an opportunity to say to those greats, like, Hey, listen, we're going to pay you this amount of dollars. It's going to be a little bit shorter of a season, but you're going against the greats and you have an opportunity to solidify your position now, or maybe even move you up. You know, if you have someone like, I'll give you an example. John Party is not someone who talks about as the greatest player of all time anymore. You know what I mean? Like there's been a lot of other players. John Party goes in there and wins it again over Dean, over Kevin, over those players. Guess what? He's in that conversation because now he's won twice. He'll be the only two-time winner in Big Brother history. Uh, yourself. You didn't win the first time, but a lot of people thought you were the best player on the season. You go in there and win, you're in the GOAT conversation now like a Cody. You know what I mean? So legacies can be made and legacies can be broken on an all-star season if the right, ca the right cast is there. So I think that's enticing for a lot of people too, where it's like you go there, you didn't win the first time, you win on this cast, and you were very good your first time, you're now in that. Co Cody went right to the top. Cody's considered by some to be the best player of all time now. Just like yeah. that. Just like that because of how incredibly well he did against other great players. So... You know, I think that's going to be enticing for a lot of your players. Like Kevin's a good example too. Kevin Martin, he's someone where didn't win his first time, won his second time, isn't considered the greatest of all time. But again, he wins again. He's in that convo. Same thing with Kevin Jacobs. There's a lot of them. There's a lot of players that have won. Paris, there's some people who say, oh, Paris shouldn't have won, whatever, right? Imagine she comes back and wins again over all these people. Now it's like, damn, okay, maybe, maybe she is number one. So I think that would be enticing for a lot of people to say, hey, I do think I'm the best player to ever play Big Brother. I'm going to go beat these others that you say are great just to prove it. Yeah, uh, I think it's definitely enticing. I think it's some people have a lot to lose. Yes, that's the other thing. That's another thing. I think that's <laughs> what a lot of people will take. Like some who, someone who, you know, uh, their first time and gave it everything they had and either came up short or but just short or one and then maybe they don't get the confidence that they can do it again so they're just not going to show up because they can be like i'm okay with doing just i'm going to be a great player 
but I don't need to be the best because I know if I lose, then they're going to knock me down to the bottom. Stock's going down. And that yeah. happens too, right? There's a couple of players that I won't be – I won't be rude, but there was a couple players that I've watched the first time. They were my favorite players. They didn't win, but they were some of my favorite players I've ever watched. We're always in the conversation of like my favorite player from Big Brother, both Canada and and U.S. And they've come back and played. I'm not going to say what season, but they've come back and played, and they were not very good. And I was like, "Damn, this doesn't even resemble the person that I like was like fanboying over the first time." So I completely agree with you, and I think for a lot of people that would be it. Like. There's going to be an uphill battle for a lot of people, uh, like we had talked about earlier with Kevin and stuff. Someone who can't necessarily go up against the best physical competitors and win, uh, and and that could be a problem. Because if all you have is your words, and now your game is exposed, you have to completely reinvent yourself. I would have to do the same thing, so I'm not hating on Kevin at all. Like I'm not someone, I'm self-aware enough to know, like, I won some competitions, but if you're going to put me into a house with the Cody's of the world... I'm, you know, and it's a physical competition. I'm going to struggle. I'm 38 years old. I couldn't beat him when I was 30. How am I going to beat him now when I'm 38? I mean, that's just being real. I'm not dogging myself. I'm just being, that's, that's science. It's bio, it's biology, you know? So now if it's a mental comp, I, I smoked a lot of them in the mental comps. Throw me in some memorization comps and stuff. They might have a problem on their hands because those are the ones I won. But if we start doing vetoes where you got to hold on to something or whatever, I'm just going to be like, all right, you guys got to put me up, put me up. Do you think? (laughs) I'll yeah. see you guys. I'm gonna go. Sit, I'm gonna go sip on the sideline and cheer you guys on. <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's interesting. I think I think everyone in some aspect will have to reinvent themselves a little bit. Right. But again, I think a week in the house and everyone falls back in their old ways, and it's they true. are who they are. It's true. And now you have all these dynamics, right? Like you have people like John and Netta who dated. And they're, you know, I don't know how cool they are now, but you have that dynamic. You have you and Jill dated very serious relationship after Big Brother. Like you yeah. guys have both moved on. She's married as well, right? Yeah, married. So I mean, kid. well, not married, but kids. Yeah, so kids. So like, what would married. that dynamic be like? Are you guys gonna work together? Are you gonna what's gonna happen? I, I, I think she cut me. For sure. <laughs> <laughs> I love her. I, I, you know, like she's amazing, but I think she got me for sure. I didn't trust the <laughs> word she said. <laughs> this is, but see how entertaining is this to think about it? Yeah. You know, and then there's all the dynamics, like every big brother, you know, whether it's Canada or us where there's things that happen outside the house that get carried into the house. You yeah. know, what are those, you know, conversations? You can, you can kind of see like some people when like big brother are getting, you know, there's like get togethers like again for finale weekend, you can see people like if you look around you're like some people have the intention of like making certain relationships and hoping that they will go back someday and be like, Hey, remember that chat we had, you know, yep. like yep. it's a real thing that's happening. You know what I mean? It's people with hopes because there are the rumor mills going around that next year might be the year. But- Big brother politics. And you know, Peter Brown's at the head of all that. He's, he's making oh, yeah. moves with everybody. <laughs> Peter, if you're watching, we see you, bro. We know you're out yeah. there. Like you got seven alliances already going. Like everybody's a part of the shield now going in there. Hey, remember? He's definitely. He's definitely. That's why he oh, plans yeah. all these events. He's like, remember? I, invite, I got you that better hotel room. Hey, we're we're going to be in there. And he's like, you ever want to come to one of these events again? You're not going to put me up. <laughs> he's like, trust me. Just so yeah. you guys know, if I go home early, I'm the one planning this. And if you guys want to be invited to the club for VIP, I would yeah. rethink that jury vote. <laughs> no, nah, I love Peter. Peter's great. Yeah. Uh, he does a lot for the Big Brother community. He always has. He's great. Um, 
But yeah, no, I'm excited. Congratulations to Kevin Jacobs. I'm actually going to have him. We're doing an interview next week with him. He's taken a couple weeks out of work. I DM'd him, slid into Kevin's DMs. He's down to come on the winner's circle and kind of break down his game. So I'm looking forward to that. Definitely get his opinion on All-Stars. Would he come back? All those things. I know he just got out of the house, but uh, it'll be interesting to hear what he has to say about the game now that he's had a few weeks to kind of digest it and hear what's being said about him and how how he's processed his win and 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 what he thinks of his game. Does he think he played as well as a lot of others think he played? It'd be really interesting to hear from him. Yeah, I, I think he I think he executed, you know, pretty well. I, I he talked a big game in the beginning and you know, I think if he looks back, he kind of followed through with it. So yeah, uh, I, I I think if he looks back, I don't think he'd have anything to be like. Oh, I wish I did this, or I wish I did that. I think he did really well. So yeah, it'll, be, it'll be it'll be a fun chat. I'll be tuned in to watch that. Not, sure. He he'll kill it. And where can people find you, Emmett? I know you got Instagram. I know you got Twitter. Where can they find you? What's your handles? Yeah, uh, just my first and last name, Emmett Blois, um, on Twitter and Instagram. So go check him out. B L O I S, right? B L O I S. You got it, buddy. Yeah, check it out. M E T T. Two yep, E's, Emmett, two not M's, with the I. Yes, right. check him out. And you definitely got to go watch that clip I told you guys about earlier because the best part oh, is yeah. you got Emmett in the background. I believe you had your cowboy hat on, and yeah. you're like the biggest ass ever because you're like, yeah, don't let him change yeah. that vote. Woo! You were like the biggest, like you were that guy where you were just yeah. like, loved it. Like that, like Topaz's life was ruined in that moment. Gary's about to yeah. lose, and you're like, that away. You're like, nope, can't change it. It's locked in. You were in the background the whole time. It was amazing amazing yeah i was uh, i was younger then that was a day that was a day listen emmett we appreciate you joining us here in the winner's circle guys appreciate yeah. you joining us here on the winner's circle make sure you're subscribed make sure your notifications are turned on if you're a bb can fan we're gonna have kevin jacobs sometime next week i'll try to get that audio and video out right away cody should be back pretty soon well can't say too much but he will be back he's still alive he's doing well and then also uh, don't forget, we still have Big Brother 24 coming up. They're doing the casting right now. Tiffany is going to be back with us for that season. We got some plans with her. So make sure, again, you're liking, subscri- uh, commenting, subscribing. It really helps the channel. We appreciate you guys joining us here on the Winner Circle. We will see you next week.